With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're looking for love, well, you've come to the wrong place. Because Kirsten... Scally, well, they don't know a thing, and the men that they cast on this show are truly a disgrace. So we don't care about the love that might be there. Yeah, we just want to see the drama. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our Love Island recap. As always, I'm your host, Kirsten McInnes. I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Brian Scally. Scally, how's it going? I am good. Excited. We have uh, only one episode of Love Island to talk about this time, but two great guests and lots of drama in the episode. So I am very excited. Yeah, they didn't blindside us with a second hour of Love Island. So I'm feeling great. Yeah, I was stressed when I didn't watch it live and was like, how much do I have to catch up on? <laughs> Please, someone tell me. And I just love both of us. We're the ones with the podcast, but we're the ones texting the group chat. How long is the episode? <laughs> what do we have to watch? <laughs> it's a problem. Um, but we are joined by two amazing guests. They are the co-hosts of Pawnee Public Radio, which is like not on RHAP, but it's like RHAP adjacent. Uh, they're, I, I think they're in a helicopter together. I don't know how they're getting here. But we have Hannah Shapira, Hannah Shapira, Blech! Hannah Shapiro and Will Sonheim. Hey, these are having us. I can't wait to edit that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for including us, Kirsten Maki. Yeah, just tell me whatever, call me whatever you want. I can't wait. I just had a stroke on the podcast. No, it's okay. It reminds me of sometimes when my dad doesn't want to give his real last name of Shapiro, he goes with uh, Robert Sharp. So I sometimes use <laughs> Hannah Sharp when I don't want to go with my real name. Hannah I don't know how you're going to edit this out now. I can't. Whole- now oh, I it. can't edit it out. Now I've been exposed. Um, but honestly, that means I don't have to edit it out. So I'll I'll live with the shame. Uh, I do know that your name is Hannah Shapiro. Uh, I I just can't read. You were just trying to reflect the past two episodes of Love Island where nobody could get all these new boys' names correct. You were really, it was a deep commentary on the episode of Love Island. It well, wasn't a mistake. They have uh, Ben Noah, Bennett, and Benny, right? Benny. Benny. Also, not, Benny. Not, not, to, not to immediately <laughs> dive in, but Sally is so excited that this guy has the same name as her brother, which is my nightmare name situation in the dating world. 
Like, I don't, my brother's name is Sam, and I don't know that I could, like, have a sexual experience with a Sam. <laughs> well, like, what is a normal, complete disqualifier for others is her, like, number one trait she's looking for. Right. She's like, oh, I can shout out my brother's name in bed. Like, it's weird to me. I love Ellie, but it's weird. My dad's name is Johnny. <laughs> so, okay, so I have a firm no Lucas rule because that's my brother-in-law's name. And I was swiping on um, Bumble with my sister um, to help me because she can tell who looks like a wife beater and who doesn't um, because I get very scared on these apps. And she, I was like, Oh yeah, no, I have a firm, no Lucas role. And she was like, why? But because then you could have brother Lucas and husband Lucas. And I was like, oh. that's oh. my worst nightmare. I don't want a bro. I don't want that. Yeah. I know too many. Of I love that you say that fear is also your driving force in your app. I'm sorry <laughs> if I interrupted Brian's voice. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> um, I just I feel like I feel like it's something men don't understand on dating apps that fear is where women start at. Literally, it's like, okay, does this person look like a murderer? And then you're like, oh, but wait, sometimes murderers look charming. So then is this person (laughs) to you have to balance like what you're attracted to with like how much of that? is serial killer potential and then uh, as the listeners to this podcast know my main uh, type that I'm attracted to is toxic so then I'm like okay well I'm attracted mm. to this one so does that mean that they are toxic and will ruin my life I'm most worried about I think a serial killer and more about like the perfect match who will just kill you you know well, like see, that special someone who just has it out <laughs> See, that's that's, a little no, that's <laughs> no, Nicole Byer podcasts about that all the time. And she's like, if someone like chooses her to murder, that's like a really intimate, close connection. And, you know, if that's the way I've got to go, that's the way I've got to go. I remember her telling this joke. I she's loved. told it many times. Why won't you yep. date me? I, I started binging. Why won't you date me to such an extreme amount that the story started repeating. Yeah, yep. I uh, I can relate to that e- extremely well. What you can't see under my hoodie is I am actually wearing a shirt with Nicole Byer's face on it. Um, that's we actually amazing. all are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all Wear are. our uniform. We put our uniform on this yeah. one. Yeah. This, is, this is a Nicole Byer fan podcast, actually. So No, guess- I'm retired from reality TV, but the only reality show I would do is Nailed It. But I got told by a Nailed It per- casting person that Survivor somehow disqualifies me from Nailed It. And it was heartbreaking. That's so rude. Let's no. start a petition to get Hannah on Nailed It. I, <laughs> if not now, when? Yeah, so change.org. Somebody do that. If we get 500 signatures, I think they have to legally put her on the show. Yeah. Yeah. That's Sean King will send out an email about it. It'll be a whole thing. Just what you want, Sean King, to help you out. I'm an endorsement from that. <laughs> Brian, because I operate from a place of extreme politeness, I still am thinking about the fact that I interrupted you and wondering what you wanted to say. No, I don't even remember at this point. No, <laughs> man. It really is don't, not a big deal. Don't feel bad for interrupting Skelly. I do it all the time. <laughs> um, so I guess we probably should talk about Love Island. So what is your history with Love Island? Is this like your first season, second season? Have you watched UK? What's the story? Hannah, go yes. first. Okay. Um, well, so I watched uh, a, a UK season like years ago. Uh, my friend and I were here and we sort of binged it. It was so much fun. I wish I had rem- like looked up which season that was. I'm trying to think, oh, it was that season that the, the daughter of that famous guy won. Yeah, season four. <laughs> okay, there you go. 
Um, and they were like, they were, they were locked. It was really, it was really fun because the couple that won were sort of like unconventional to Love Island almost because they weren't like the guy wasn't like a perfect looking Instagram model. They were just, he was like a funny British guy. I really enjoyed it. And then, um, I've like seen other like clips and stuff of British Love Island. But then last year, CBS invited me to the Love Island US season one premiere on the CBS lot. Um, and it was uh, really fun. We sat in some official CBS room and then E.T. interviewed me after and they did not use what I said about the premiere. I talked a lot about how symmetrical everyone's faces were and they did not find my commentary uh, important enough for E.T. So I'm glad that it's important enough for this podcast. Then I started, wa- you know, I started watching this season knowing that I was going to come on here. And I am very pleasantly surprised because it has a lot more of the British fun than the first season did. And I feel like like the first season for those who I'm sure everyone listening to this podcast knows, but the winners reminded me of like sort of like social media influencer house, like popular TikTokers. Like I just, I didn't relate as much. And whereas this season I feel like it has everything that I love about the British show in the U.S. version. So that's my history. Monologue over. (laughs) (laughs) Incredible. And Will, have you ever watched Love Island before? Is this a new experience for you? This is a good question. I (laughs) thank you for asking. I feel like I've absorbed a lot of it like via osmosis. I've watched it a little bit. I, I lived in London for a year for grad school and it was just it was everywhere. Um, my roommate was for, for like two weeks. I had a roommate who was from Jersey, which is an Island in between England and France that was like occupied by the Germans during world war two. And they were kind of okay with it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So like not a great place to start. They're claiming. Yeah. (laughs) He gave me like a crash, a crash course in British TV. And I feel like love Island was on the list. Um, so I, I like watched it, like familiarize myself with, with like accents. So I would understand what was going on. I love the idea of love Island as just a way to familiarize yourself with different accents. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm in a different country. There's all these accents. I'll never know what anyone's saying. If I don't watch all these attractive people make out. <laughs> That's what, yeah. It, yeah. It that's how I treated like the British X Factor. I would watch it on YouTube and they'd be like, oh, she's clearly from this province in Great Britain. It's, it's funny. I feel like I can identify like British accents and their regions better than I can identify American accents at this point because I've watched so much British TV. Yeah. And now I'm like, at first it was like, I don't understand. Now I'm like, oh, like she's a Geordie. Like I got it. <laughs> Wait, what's that one they always make fun of? Oh, what's that Stacy from the British X Factor was you, you keep talking. The Yorkshire. I feel like people, people make fun of Essex accents a lot because it's Essex, like the trashy what, accent. Yeah. But I have a deep and abiding love for Essex accents. I think they sound great. Big fan. Well, they judged this girl, Stacy, was obviously from Essex, as Simon Cowell said. But then she had a beautiful voice. <laughs> In your face, Simon. Um, yeah, I don't. I feel like I was just working with someone whose girlfriend was originally from somewhere in England. I don't remember where. And I was like, yeah, I just love Essex accents. And he was like, why? 
Like, what's wrong with you? Like, you're not even from there and you're taking on this superiority complex. It's enough. Oh, wow. I feel like Southern accent, like a Southern American accent is popular to... overseas, mm. but like yeah. is, is generally used as like a, a comic. You know, it will often be like for a character or something. I'm from Arkansas. Well, whenever anyone does an American accent, they always like have a weird Southern, like they, have you ever heard a British person trying to do an American accent? It's always, Will's right. It's always Southern. Yeah, have yeah, you I've seen, seen actually, actually, have you seen Emma Watson in um, anything? The Bling she Ring? An American accent. Oh. Have, if you've not watched the Bling Ring trailer, it also, that, oh my God, that amazing Doctor Who actress had that comedy. Oh my God, with that really funny guy. This is just going to be oh, me trying wait, to. Wait, no, you're t- I know the show you're talking about. It was the, um, it was a take on um, My Fair Lady. Oh my gosh. Right? So it's uh, the redheaded. Yeah. Karen Gillen. Oh my God. What Karen is it? Gillen. Karen Gillen. Gillen or Gillen? Gillen. Who I love. She had a TV. It was called show. Selfie. It was called Selfie. Selfie. And oh. I, I love it. Been I so love that show. Okay. I think it would have been so funny, but I was so distracted by her accent. No. Her <laughs> attempt at the American accent. I was like, why didn't they just let her be British? Like, nothing would have been different yes it had john show who's great like it was it seems like a great show but i was like why didn't they just let her speak with a no, british accent okay listen Can you give insight to this that show was dead ass so good <laughs> and it got canceled before the end of the first season as so oh. many shows i love get canceled and she was a farm like a pharmaceutical rep and she was like the clothes that she wore into the office i was like should I be a pharmaceutical rep? Because you can wear whatever you want. Uh, but she was like just trashy. And then John Cho is like teaching her how to be like a classy lady. And then they like fall in love because it was a full on uh, remake of My Fair Lady. Uh, but it was so good. And at one point, um, Karen Gillan sings Chandelier by Sia, which actually relates us back to CBS reality. So it's all relevant. <laughs> I guess a British accent would have been too classy or not seen I, in honestly, the right Honestly, I think that that's probably what it was. That they were like, no, she's supposed to be a trash bag human. Would argue that all characters should have British accents, but I guess it makes That's sense. why I'm watching Downton Abbey, so I can get my accent on point. <laughs> that's the whole reason. It's not that I'm overly <laughs> invested in these characters and I love them all. Um, the Downton Abbey is famously modern and relevant to, in your right. accent game. I just like have accents changed that much. Like the th- yes. things they talk about and being so mad at like someone having a uh, premarital sex. Yeah, that's not modern, but it's it, like it's set in the twenties. It's not like it's set. In the 1700s. Come on. Give it a chance, everybody. (laughs) Anyway, so speaking of superiority complexes, I guess we should talk about Love Island. Down Abbey to Love Island is uh, a real There's there's a plot point in Downton Abbey where one of the characters goes for a week-long sex vacation, and I think that that's super relevant. Casa Amor. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Casa Amor. So the episode starts and we have uh, Sally and Betty are coming back from their date. And Justine is like, oh, my God, you look so happy. Like her and Caleb fully bought into being like, let's make this as hard as possible for Johnny. (laughs) Like mess. 
Uh, and I also really related when they were like, don't worry, we can still hear you the whole time. <laughs> Very like, much that. Right? They're like, hey, bitch, you're loud. And I was like, relatable content. <laughs> I've had a friend text me that was like living three blocks away that was like, I can hear you laughing. Are you outside? Like, yes, I am. Thanks, though. <laughs> so, Are you outside? Uh, yeah, three blocks away. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's how all other animals still relate to each other. You know, like I feel like whales are just like, I heard you shouting from 500 miles away. Like I feel like that's a way that we're, you know, nature is healing. We're like getting back to where we need to be. Nature is healing. Well, that's like if I ever lose my sister in the grocery store, I start doing a bird call. terrifying for everyone else no it's like you're in the store and you're like oh my god i'm lost like do i have to go to customer service and get them to page her and then you're like no i'm an adult woman i could just start going (laughs) adult women famously famously do bird calls (laughs) i don't Um, know anyways uh imagine being normal can't relate uh so After the date, Sally and Johnny are talking about everything. And Johnny is like a jealous rage monster and I hate him. And he's like... Well, he's projecting. I mean, this is the, you know, the the Caleb and Justine sort of have become the the villa therapist. And they give great advice as sort of a joint therapy team. And they they very quickly realize he's projecting. Like, Johnny gives it away before the producers can even have the damn game. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now that now that Jalen is gone, like it has to fall to someone else to be the like little therapist and very much like it's something that like I know like we have called out, but like to hear it on the show finally, like Johnny is like, all right, well, if you're going to be late, it's like, whoa, OK. And everyone else sees it. And that's good because I think people really did need to tell Selly as uh, yeah. shown. Well, I texted her. Kristen this week angrily about a random clip that wasn't supposed to bring anyone anger where Love Islanders, they answered random questions, like really lighthearted questions. And one of them was who's the funniest girl in the villa? And everyone was saying Sally. But before Johnny said Sally, he had to say, you know, girls usually can't make me laugh or something like that. Or like, I don't usually find girls funny. And then went into that, which is just a huge red flag. And I was like, yeah, it's like, he has to like, what I've never understood. And I told Chris, I was like, I've never understood why like Amy Poehler and Tina Fey had to be asked like for years, if women could be funny. I was like, how does gender? I mean, yes, there are lots of unfunny women and lots of unfunny men, but it was a huge red flag for me. And it pissed me off more than him him and Costa more, to be honest. Well, and you immediately proved him wrong by texting me several very funny comments about his perception <laughs> of women being funny. And I was like, God, Hannah's hilarious. Yeah, I may or may not have been like, <laughs> Johnny needs to like see the outline of a dick in order to laugh at a joke. it's really great because she immediately follows that up with like yeah he needs to fondle a testicle to find a joke funny but like gender's not defined by having a dick or not and i was like to him it probably is like you're okay i I know that you understand (laughs) then we got into a deep conversation about gender which is where i hope this podcast goes (laughs) honestly that was cool it was cool uh watching lots of like watching a bunch of episodes right next to each other because I I feel like I just watched I also literally just watched the pilot and just watched the episode from last night. Um, 
And so, like, from the pilot, I was like, Johnny seems nice, like, and hot, of course. (laughs) No, but here's the thing. Before we knew Johnny was who he has revealed himself to be, I texted Kristen, and she can confirm this. I said, because for a while, Will, he seems great. And I said, he's way too calm, not in, like, a confident way that, like, Sally has, but in a way where, like, I feel like, it, I just got like player vibes by his lack of any nerves. Didn't I text you that? And then Cosmo more happened, and my thesis ready. statement got proven. And uh, thank you for coming to Hannah's TED Talk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like literally, she she has been texting me about Johnny the whole season. Like he's too calm. I don't trust anyone who's that calm. And uh, you were right. And this might also just be an anxious person being like, I'm never this calm. So regardless, I'm sure Johnny, if you're listening to this when you get out of the house, uh, the villa eventually, just <laughs> I'm going to assume for the rest of the podcast that Johnny is going to listen. In. I'm going to assume that Johnny. Does doesn't know what podcast is <laughs> which was the old running joke we had about um zach and elizabeth who won last season but it turns out that elizabeth actually has a podcast so it's not a very good joke <laughs> uh, but that's fine our love island podcast is higher ranked on itunes than hers so. <laughs> damn i saw a top ranked canada is that right well, here's a top canadian u.s that's, premiere we actually if, you, if you're looking up love island usa we're the number one podcast everywhere baby but if you just type in love island we're the number one in canada the number two in the u.s because stupid itv has their own podcast with actual like celebrities or whatever and it's just really rude to us personally yeah i like how these episodes don't have titles too can i say that this is just episode 23 they don't give it a title can you imagine if it had been like book two chapter 23 (laughs) (laughs) the reckoning reckoning. (laughs) something really dramatic like these shows have great voiceovers and uh, obviously matt hoffman is like a pretty funny voiceover guy but can you imagine if he was coming in like deadly serious like last time on love island sally went on a on a date uh with benny and we thought benny was gonna tell her the truth but he didn't and now we're gonna tell her the truth that would be a completely different show that's not the show at all <laughs> well i love i have so much respect for the, like the editors who turn these episodes around at the speed of light but there i have noticed that there is <laughs> i mean in terms of like suddenly taking a serious turn does every episode end with like a hard cut to like a photo negative that looks like someone's been killed like every episode is like on rails it's like this nice reality tv show and then there's like a split second of just like the x-files like, like, in it's like imagine if they are combining love island with unsolved mysteries and all of a sudden they're talking about the luminol <laughs> like a mess um Okay, so I don't where so yeah, so Johnny's really mad at Sally and we have uh Sally and Justine had a really great conversation that I loved and they had several that I loved over it because uh Sally and Justine are my OTP on this show. I know that is one true pairing because I got sent so many acronyms and like hip slang over the years that I Googled <laughs> OTP so many times. <laughs> Why were you getting sent OTP? 
I don't know. I just, I feel like people always send me hip acronyms and I never know them. So the amount of times I've had to like urban dictionary, random combinations of letters is just like <laughs> so high. So I know what one true pairing is. Well, that's my work implemented a new system where you get like a one-time password, but it kept all it, they didn't announce it. And so it was like, your OTP is, and then it was like a string of numbers. And I was like, this isn't even a phone number. It's not long enough. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I was so confused. Like, who is this person? It's an AI wanted game sentience. You'll fall in love with it. <laughs> Embarrassed to say it took me like four of those to figure out what it was. <laughs> See, I'm just picturing people tweeting at Hannah being like, you and Ken McNichol are my OTP. <laughs> I see. I think. I think part of it probably is having been a character, and people use slang at me. Um, oh boy! Yeah. What a what a what a throwback. Sorry. I I also <laughs> had to. That um, was never an OTP. More like a. Uh, I was going to try to make up an acronym on this. No, no, that was like. Uh, that was like. Uh, <laughs> F. F. That was really good. That was definitely worth the time. I hope if Survivor ever comes back, I hope people use FFP, which is fictional for producers. They will. Fictional for producers actually is so relatable. I feel like I have a lot of things that were fictional for producers in my life. (laughs) Um, But you were saying that Justin, Justine and Sally Honestly, they're just, it's such, I love how much screen time they get because I feel like it's all my female friendships are like this. They're so great. Yeah, 100%. It's all about the female friendships. And I love, like, Selly obviously has the awareness of what's going on here. She's like, I don't want to go run and tell a boy I'm not allowed to talk to him. Like, that just feels stupid. She says so many things that in the moment I would not be able to recognize where she's like, She's like, I want to be with him, but I know I deserve better if this is the situation. And even like a couple episodes ago, when he when he told her, he was like, she kissed me. She goes, well, don't put it all on her. The like recognition of like, no, 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 don't put it on this other woman. I'm not going to get mad at this random woman. Like you're the one who was supposed to stay loyal. I don't know. I don't know how she like is emotional, but also like super self-aware. And like she almost like sees it from an outside perspective. Like, if I were in the situation, I would just date Johnny for a decade, and then when it was over, be like, what, what just happened? What, why? Why did I do any of those things? <laughs> well, even, like, she has the presence of mind to be like, this isn't my boyfriend. Like, what am I doing here? They haven't, and they've been together the longest. Mackenzie and Connor were boyfriend and girlfriend after three days in the villa. Yeah, but, but then Johnny took it back. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, and then they became boyfriend and girlfriend again. Only and I, I get watched back again. some of her exit press, too, as part Same. of... Um, <laughs> I love Mackenzie's... I fully slid into Mackenzie's DMs to try and get an interview with her. Well, we can try to help. I think Mackenzie should definitely... I was... Yeah. I realize, Kristen, now that I'm here, that I've been texting you a lot. Oh, no, you're I think this is the realization because I was almost like, well, I texted Kristen about my thoughts on Mackenzie, but like most of this podcast is going to be like, I, we've texted. Yeah, uh, actually, guys, uh, this whole podcast already was recorded as text messages between myself and Hannah, and you will have to pay us to get access to those. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's my OTP. Oh, God. <laughs> Even Justine has that great line 
of like self-awareness be like if you were giving advice to me what would you say mm-hmm. yeah like, what, what? A way to end this episode. what a great line and she's like i would tell you it's not worth it oh it got me it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Remember when Johnny told Sully not to get fussy after like 10 seconds of her emoting honestly? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Remember? Johnny is yeah. literally Remember like when he went into the makeup room and started poking at her and then she reacted and he goes, well, I didn't come in here to get attacked. I'm literally, yeah. I'm having flashbacks to my own personal <laughs> life. I'm so being like, yeah, you're not funny and this isn't okay and blah, blah, blah. And then we'd be like, whoa. That's not okay to say to someone. And then them being like, well, why are you attacking me? Like, what? Like, that's, this I is literally how men act in the world. Every social media interaction with a man. <laughs> well, hey, at least it's only on social media. Yeah, I think the funny thing is, you know, now that I'm dating a little, is like, I think people don't realize how tested I am because of the internet. Like, you can't gaslight me. I'm ungaslightable. Like, I have a platform on Twitter. Do you know how many men have tried to gaslight me on Twitter? Do you know like, who I am? <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't mean I'm important. I just We're said, joking. Like, I'm joking. Totally. <laughs> I'm not, like, do you know how many battle scars I have? It's, see, it's funny because you, like, legitimately have a platform and you're like, no, 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 I'm nobody. But I fully would be like, do you know who I am? It's like, no, nobody knows who I am. And that's why it's funny. <laughs> do you even know who I am? No, I don't. Okay, well, bye. You yeah, Kirsten opens every Bumble message with, actually, I'm the number one podcaster in Canada. <laughs> of <Love Island." laughs> No, everybody knows that I open every Bumble message with what's cooking. And that's why I have no success in my life. <laughs> um, I assume. <laughs> um, yeah, so then what we get is the boy talk. And mm. the boy talk is a lot because you get like Carrington and Confessional saying, uh, Johnny is out of control. He's just feeling guilty about Casa more, which I feel like is more self awareness, like not self awareness, more awareness than I would have expected from Carrington up to this point. Uh, and then you get Johnny going to Justine and Caleb, and they're like, what like what's wrong with you and he's like Casamore is clouding her judgment it's like she wasn't there you were there enough i think this is what we call guilt ladies and gentlemen it's like the lady macbeth johnny's basically lady macbeth it's like he sees blood on his hands and so he keeps rubbing them together but she doesn't see the blood because she didn't kill anybody 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, also, I, I realized that I uh, that I have a pet peeve of maybe actually maybe this is a normal thing that everyone hates, but when <laughs> when a guy will like uh, put on a girl voice to describe like an earnest conversation that they've had, like with, in boy talk, Johnny is like describing this conversation that he that he had with Sally, and he does Sally's voice. And he like does like he I don't even want to. He's like, it, I'm he, Sally like, and I'm yeah. overreacting. And you're like, that's not what she sounds like. And that's not what she's doing. Yeah. yeah. You weren't actually listening. You were just trying to get your way, dude. Yeah, he really sucks. Like Johnny really did have people fooled. Like the last time they did a compatibility vote. He didn't have me fooled. Well, because he knows because I texted her. Because Hannah is ungaslightable. Okay. He gaslit all of us. I am battle tested. <laughs> and yeah, but like for the vast majority of the audience, like eighty two percent of people voted them as the most compatible couple before Castlemore. He did us a favor because we're, we know who we're all rooting for to win this thing. And now the vote, they should knock on wood. He the, he was kind of cock blocking the votes for, for our favorite couple, just Justine and Caleb. And by, by doing this, we have Chrissy Teigen's favorite couple in the lead. I just love having something in common with Chrissy Teigen. I'm still going to be worried if Johnny and Selly end up back together, which I pray this does not happen, but I still think that that vote split could lead to a upsetting result because I don't trust the public voting, but we'll see. Justine and Caleb are just so great. Like I listen to their conversations and I smile. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just here smiling by my lonesome. (laughs) Forgetting the world and just wrapped up in in young love. (laughs) That's all you need is just a couple you could just smile while you listen to their conversations. I mean, it almost feels like, ooh, I shouldn't be watching this. It's like, it's like, it's almost like it does feel that way a little bit to me. Yeah, like too intimate, but not in like a sexual way, but like in like a, like watching Caleb open up. And like, oh, it's just so cute. I smile. <laughs> I'm smiling now. <laughs> well, and you know what? I just hope that for one listener of this podcast, we're making them smile. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so too. And if you're not smiling, I don't want to hear about it. It will improve your mood. Even if you don't feel like it, just try it. 20 seconds, everyone. Are you put, just, put a smile on. I can't believe you're just telling people they need to smile more. Did you just oh, get no. canceled? This is it for me. It was really nice meeting everyone. <laughs> Bye. Everyone. Girls are rarely funny to Will and everyone should smile more. Yeah, you heard actually, it here first. That's what's really hard about recording this podcast is Hannah is being very funny and then Will is just sitting there stone faced like what is the why am I here why are there so many women talking no I'm sorry I'm sorry no I like it we'll address all the concerns on Pawnee Public Radio we release an episode every Tuesday send them on their speaker I'll write something up in my notes app and I'll post it on Twitter. There you go. For my hundred of followers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh 
no. I feel like I want to start making like notes app apologies, but like for the most random things. Mm, that is such a funny bit. Like I just feel like I'm like, gonna be wait like, wait a sec, Hello. that is. Oh man, like that what? is such a funny bit. <laughs> Like, I just, I feel like I want to, like, go into the notes app and be like, I'd just like to apologize to the elderly lady at the grocery store. I did get within six feet of you. It was not on purpose. It will not happen again. I was making bird sounds. I was lost and I was scared. <laughs> and I'm sorry if I offended you, but it wasn't my intention. <laughs> like, can we all, when this podcast, the day this podcast gets released, can we all release a OneNotes app apology for something random to I'm, promote the pod? Well, I was can that say, how we promote it? I was going to say, do we need to do a notes app apology for this podcast? <laughs> Potentially. I probably we'll see how it goes. I feel like I should be sending Rob like notes app apology texts every day. Like Rob, I'm really sorry that I'm on your platform being like this. <laughs> I I just wish someone would mix it up and like do like a fun like PowerPoint slideshow or something for their apology. I lo- okay, I love when people make PowerPoint slideshows. I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make a PowerPoint slideshow apology. I'm gonna use the green screen tool on TikTok and then I'm gonna sit in front of my PowerPoint and present why I'm sorry. For the next YouTuber that has a scandal, that's the move. No, when <laughs> a YouTuber has them. a scandal, they sit in front of the camera and they cry, okay? And yeah. they talk about how hard it is to film this video. But they could have a PowerPoint behind them on green screen. I don't think you while they know cry. how to use PowerPoint. <laughs> You know who's a YouTuber? Noah. He's got a comedy YouTube channel. Oh, does he? What? Yeah. This is news. I was trying to do a little bit of research on him. I'm I'm shocked that that's what we're hearing about Noah because we got a lot of tweets about something (laughs) else that Noah might be up to. Oh, 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 yes. You... Yep. Yeah. And so I think this is a great opportunity to just leave. What kind of comedy does he do? Well, did you enjoy it? I, I didn't like or subscribe. And be funny. What? I didn't like or subscribe. <laughs> yeah. I uh, two measures. Uh, what was the comedy? Now, I, what's his last? What's his name? His uh, last name. No purpose. That's a pretty good last name. That That's like a, a Parks and Rec last name. Purpose. <laughs> think though it's for just his line close of, to pervert. Yeah. Oh, I can't find it. Um, you would think for his line of work, he wouldn't have been so distracted by Kristen's boobs in that one scene where he kept looking at them. Well, the other the line of work that I saw, there might not have been too many boobs around, so maybe it wouldn't oh, be distracting. Okay. No, <laughs> now I'm gonna look up his comedy. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look up his comedy. I didn't after think this. that sentence was gonna end with comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I don't know. Um, that was. I like, though, then, considering what you found about him. Well, not that he can't still be a saint, but didn't Moira call him a saint at one point? I mean, I feel like one of the uh, main things about being a saint is you have to be martyred, and us talking about him on this podcast probably counts as being martyred, so he could be a saint. And then two miracles. (laughs) Oh, two miracles. Yeah, yeah. Two witness of miracles, uh, I think up to 30 years. And then there's beautification. There's a whole, it's a whole ordeal. We've got a Catholic on the pod. (laughs) Well, he came in as a witness for the (laughs) Selly Johnny thing. And then. uh, Is he the one who spilled the beans? Yep. Okay. Because everyone was waiting for someone to spill. 
the tea. And so, like, on the uh, Thursday night episode, I feel like everyone was like, ugh, who's Noah? We hate him. We hate his hair. We hate his face. He's the worst. And then out of this episode, I was like, oh, I I don't dislike Noah. I just want him to be able to take her from Johnny. And I, I, you know. So I feel like it could be kind of similar to the Moira James Calvin situation that happened earlier where like it won't actually take that much to get her because she's embroiled in a very toxic situation at the moment. It's about escaping someone else, not who you're moving on to. I listened to a full James interview. Uh, Oh, yeah. I will. Because I, 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 you know what? But why? Because, (laughs) you know, I'm always I, I, uh, when someone has such an extreme edit, I'm always curious if their after interview is going to show self-awareness or if it's going to or if they're going to double down. I'm always, I'm always curious about that. And did he double down? Um, he sounds like yes. I guess he didn't do either of the options I gave. He sort of like tried to give more context with more apologies, which made it make slightly more sense, but not fully. See, I saw everything I needed to see when I saw James face for the first time. And I said, this man is very attractive. And I said, "Mm, red flag. (laughs) (laughs) For uh, me, it was his last name being Mick Cool, which I I'm on Ancestry.com right now, just kind of curious about the McCools through history. You know, like where a really some cool, some really cool Irish Irish family. Well, it's so in like um, Irish and Scottish like naming conventions. The Mick slash Mac means son of, so that means his name is son of Cool. Yeah. Because so I'm his dad is really cool. <laughs> cool is my dad's name. Yeah. Call me the cool. <laughs> Mr. Cool is my dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually, if you look at a lot of like last name naming conventions, really it means like son of. Like, for the Mac and Mick means son of, and I know that, of course, because my last name is McInnes, son of Innes. But, like... Do me, do me, do me. <laughs> I'm son You're son of... Like, yours is just even more obvious. Yeah. Wow. Son Boring. of Heim. <laughs> That's you. Or maybe son of he. I'm like someone was trying to finish a sentence and then get through it. He, I'm. I'm just trying to change <laughs> <Yeah>. my pronouns. <laughs> Is that true for first names? So it was son of McKen- uh, son of Kenzie. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I only know about my last name because I, uh, yeah. I'm egotistical. You can't be responsible for the world. Like, there's too many names. <laughs> How am I supposed to be responsible for all of them? <laughs> All I know is that my sister's new last name means drowning. Oh. <laughs> and I huh. really hard. And to be fair, Kate, there was two possible options for what it could mean. And one of them was like about a type of tree. I can't remember what type of tree. And the other one was drowning. And my sister fully was like, I prefer the drowning definition. <laughs> All right. Uh, at this po- I feel like this podcast is just exposing Diana too much. A little bit. I don't mean to get back to the episode, but I have a lot of thoughts on oh, this game. Please do. So, yes, yeah, the game that they play, they call it 
sucker punched and they are getting tweets uh, from the audience with names blanked out and they have to guess who is uh, named and I feel like most of it was all about the last one we got with Johnny and Sally, but I died laughing at the one about Moira dumping a guy the minute a new guy shows her attention. <laughs> I I I just had so much many feelings about this, having been on a reality show that tapes and then the audience watches. But I can't imagine if like midway through Survivor, if it was live, they were like blank should really take a bath. She's looking dirty. <laughs> and it was like, hey, Anna, like, I just can't imagine. I, like, really put myself in the... Sh- the closest I can think of a survivor is that game where, like, people have to answer questions, like, who's the most annoying at camp? And then everyone has to vote. Coconut chop. Yes. Yeah, we played that with our friend group. Interesting <laughs> results. <laughs> oh, that would be disaster. Do you believe that in our friend group, I'm the one they think is most likely to get into a fight? <laughs> yes, the answer is yes. <laughs> but it's not because I'm likely to get into a fight. It's because none of us are likely to get into a fight. And I'm just an aggressive personality. I've never <laughs> physically is- fought anyone. I will cyber bully, but I won't physically fight. Uh-huh. First of all, I don't even have a table in front of me because (laughs) I don't have my desk yet. I'm sitting in my nest on the floor podcasting. Don't be lying, (laughs) acting like I'm slamming my fists on the table. (laughs) Enough. Oh, man. I I just I just really feel like it's. It's a crazy way to hear what the audience or at least what the producers want you to. It's just so fascinating. Well, and can I just the say feedback it show? Can I just say, Hannah, that anyone the idea that people are judging about someone looking dirty on Survivor. But I was covered in dirt. Yeah, but like, no, like you don't I made, I made I out there was like, I'm gonna look jungly. It's gonna be part of my look as I get through the season. And then I watched it back and I was like, everyone else washed their damn faces. I'm the only one that looks like a freaking jungle animal by the end. Like I'm covered in dirt. My hair gets crazier and crazier. I thought it was funny. I think what was frustrating is people kept telling me to to like wipe the dirt off. But it had filmed months ago. And if I could jump into that TV and talk to that version, then I would. If you had a bidet on that island. If I had sucker punched in the middle of the show, it may have helped me. Just like it did Kelly. You would have washed your face. That was actually talking about bidets on Survivor. In our last episode, we were wondering if anyone ever tried to make a homemade bidet on Survivor or if the ocean is just your bidet. I mean, I was wondering like, would someone make it with bamboo? I don't know. I think the waves do that. You don't really need to make a contraption. (laughs) The only contraption I can imagine is like (laughs) That involves bamboo is like there needs to be another person yep. on the other side of that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, what force is besides like what's that going on? So yeah. See, I was picturing you just like put the bamboo like into a wave, but it just like targets the wave. No, we have the wave. I think you're gonna end up with a stick uh, bamboo up your ass situation if you do that. I'm imagining yeah, we don't kink shame on this part. Um I also, yeah, I, I, I love in Love Island, I will say, like, when you just, the mundane conversations, not even like the center of the drama are some of my favorite, like Carrington, who uh, is just, you know, with this little Southern woman, she's like, 
she's like, hey, like, what do you think's going to happen after the island? And he's like, um, well, we're not boyfriend, girlfriend. Alabama's far. We'll see. We'll see. And she's like, that's just what I wanted to hear. And I was like, <laughs> I just, this is why I love this show. I, I just, and I don't know why I'm bringing this up now, but you said Carrington about 20 minutes ago. And I've been thinking of that conversation since then. <laughs> I feel like, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I just, this is, this is the joy of Love Island. You have the extreme drama of like, Sally learning the truth and the love between Justine and Sally and Justine and Caleb but then you just have like hot people talking I just love like Carrington says well Alabama's far we'll see but what he means is I'm going to be sleeping with a lot of people after this show is over (laughs) (laughs) Um, but okay but yeah so the drama from this challenge comes from uh, the tweet is like aren't they going to tell us the truth of what happened to Casa Moore. What he said wasn't even half of it. Everyone guessed Sully and Johnny, and it gets really tough. But all of the guys, I are love also at the end of the game, they go and Sully and Johnny win the game. As anything <laughs> and everything's not ruined. That was a great punchline. Uh, so good. Uh, and so then they because- don't win anything. There's no prize. Well, sometimes the love shack. What is it called? The hideaway is the prize, but. Very rarely. I did find Connor's most likable moment to come from here, too, where he was like, I'm going to find you and we're probably going to be good friends and have a nice conversation. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that, was, um, yeah, that was a nice moment. I had a quick question for the group. Please. Okay. Do you, do you guys feel like maybe Bennett's referee costume should have been hotter? Like, should it have been, like, a hot version of a referee? Like, should he have Cross- been in, like, booty shorts and, like, a crop should it, top? Should there have been, yeah, or, like, or even just mesh. Even just, like, a little bit of mesh somewhere. <laughs> a little mesh goes a long way. Okay, I right? actually, yeah. I'll admit, I actually thought that he looked um, very attractive in his referee. <laughs> and, like, professional. Okay. Like, he looked like a okay. real... If, if this was a female referee, exactly. oh yeah, a hundred percent, a bikini referee top with a little whistle. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know what? I'm really mad that they didn't put him in a mesh crop top and booty shorts, mm-hmm. like black and white, like body paint stripes. Yeah, yeah. there you they, go. I just think they had, yeah, I, I want, yeah. I'm to take some risks. The producers, too much clothing is what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think. Well, I heard is like that what challenge where all the women oh sorry no no go for it talk about the other challenge um, no no you go for it first and then I'll go for it and then we'll both say it together oh, sorry, my, I just my, oh, my headphones just fell off right as I told her to go <laughs> um, uh, that one challenge where the women had to like slide down into the soap in bikinis all I wanted was like to I just like I wanted like I was like, I want to do this, and I want them to slow-mo on me, like, choking on soap. <laughs> well, that was my feedback on that. No one did it goofy. They all went for sexy. All went for sexy. I will say, like, Love Island is, is, is fascinating because we're in, obviously, like, Las Vegas now. But, like, last year's Love Island, as, as much as the cast was less interesting, they filmed in Fiji, um, where we filmed Survivor. Um, and there's this sexy shot of them like entering in a boat last year in slow-mo and I had to put the photo of all of us like struggling to stay on the boat <laughs> in the same water <laughs> sex, in a tweet oh, I'm mad no one did it funny anyways you're right Will 
it should have been yeah, yeah will is out here being a feminist icon calling out the double standard in costumes for men and women he, it's, it's a growth podcast for him he started telling us we need to smile more and now he's you know well it's because now when he it. writes his notes up apology he could be like that's yeah. not who i am <laughs> that's not who I, this isn't what i do <laughs> <laughs> it's like well but you just did it 30 minutes ago that's not who i am anymore <laughs> honestly getting canceled was the best thing that ever happened to me <laughs> um, so basically what comes of this is we've kind of already talked about like everyone just has separate conversations about the casa more situation uh sally's like Am I being manipulated? I don't know. But what I really liked out of all the fallout is Caleb and Johnny. And Caleb is like, Sally should not be wondering if she's being manipulated. Like, this is a problem. And I just really like he was said it's a bad look. Like, he was like, it doesn't look good for you that your girl is worried about this. There's just this meta-ness to some of They're like aware that this is a mm-hmm. TV show. Well, he even says, they're big films. He says like, uh, it's like, it's a beyond a bad look now. Like it's a bad look. Like, and this, like, she's also like aware of this and et cetera. Like it is not, not working at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like the episode ends uh, with a preview uh, looking like this is going to continue on Sunday. Uh, Sally is like, well, I'm being told to trust him, but I don't trust him. Um, she has a confessional where she's like, I, d- I just simply don't trust him anymore. And I, I hope that she does what she needs to do and just breaks up with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about it, but that conversation with Sally and Justine where Sally is like, mm, I would tell you it's not worth it was like such a good episode ender. Like as much as I wanted to see the fallout, it was like a really good way to like, OK, Sunday, get here faster. So I am you know, hoping what needs to be done is done because I don't want Sally to look stupid. But also I want Justine and Caleb to get more of the vote. So I am <laughs> hoping that this goes the way we think it's going to. But even if she doesn't, I mean, not to play devil's advocate, I feel like people are like, she better not take him back. But if she decides to feel it out, I don't know. I just, I trust that Sally will eventually come to the right decision. Sure. I trust her. Outside of the villa, maybe. But the thing is, I saw so many, like, screenshots of, like, in the... Oh, that like, poll it, that yeah. said 50% of the people said that 50.1 or something said that they sh- he sh- she should just forgive him. Yeah, like, forgive him and, like, 40%. I forget, like, it was all these things being like, oh, like, it wasn't a big deal and, like, Johnny's the best. And I was like, oh, no! Like, this I is think not what should be she articulates so beautifully why, like, why she's upset. It's like, it's not that he made out with someone when they're you know so new oh no people are smiling did i interrupt someone no, no you're good keep going it's it's sorry she, i enjoy what you have to say <laughs> people are smiling um it's not that like it's not that he, that she, that he you know made out with a girl they'd only been seeing each other a couple of days it's that he came back immediately downplayed it and and essentially lied. And someone was saying, and I and I don't want to. Maybe you guys can confirm this. That there's an an extra scene somewhere where she talks about her father being unfaithful and that leading her to trust issues. So I I, I believe, and I don't want to like make something up. If I just saw this somewhere, I believe there's a history here with trust and loyalty being important for this reason. 
I have not seen it, but that would track because she has even said like it's my number one thing. And like you said, she was worried that like before, like even before she knew any of what happened, the fact that he was like, it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. Like nothing. Like don't worry about it. Don't 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 don't. It's not a big deal. And so like that would it's put a lot of this it. into some. And if Sally's dad is listening, and this is not true, then that's on me. <laughs> well, we'll have a notes up apology ready tomorrow about that. There we go. Uh, if you're if you're listening, Sally's dad. Well, I think what the issue more so is like if Johnny had come back and had given Sally all of the information, and Sally said, "I can accept this, and we can move forward." Like that's on them. That's their relationship. That's their prerogative. But the fact that he didn't give all of the information is like more of a red flag and right makes and i have a question some of the some of the casa amor girls have come off the show saying that they slept together it went to a certain extent what do you believe like what do you think happened i think the one i believe the most is from one of the casa amor women's youtube video where they were like they definitely didn't have sex in the bed but there was a like a crazy night in the hot tub and I don't know what happened mm-hmm. under the water. So I think there was probably some hand stuff. I will. I didn't want to bring this up. I will say I, I fell asleep in the bed when the sheet came over. I was, I was also under there. Um, <laughs> so you, if you look closely, you can see my head kind of like poking up and I'm like, just trying to not get involved. And like, so, so yeah, I'll go in the notes. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, fell give us the I fell immediately back asleep. It's like a defensive, like possum. <laughs> <laughs> Just passed out. Yeah, and I woke up and I was back in Chicago. <laughs> wow, what a dream! Yeah, is that a dream to have fallen asleep in the bed with John? <laughs> no, and Mercedes? no, 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 no. I mean, I don't mean it as in like a dream, dream. Like it's a, fully a nightmare. Um, but Whoa, I mean, a nightmare. Nightmares wow, are that was dreams, rude to Johnny okay, and Mercedes. Person, I, okay, I just feel like I've been put between a rock and a hard place right now, and nothing I say is going to be good enough for you people. <laughs> this is a YouTube apology. Yeah, this is. I'm going to have to make a PowerPoint of everything. I've said to be canceled. Well, um, I was thinking about Johnny's apology and how it just seems like it fits the pattern of someone like de-escalating, like in quotation marks, and wanting something to be nice, but not actually like resolving the conflict. Like he's, it's just a pattern of him like burying it, um, or like not not thinking that avoiding conflict or like, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I haven't. That's not a clear way of saying it, but but I think just like all the tools and like tactics that he's doing are about making keeping him in a powerful and comfortable position yep. and like taking that power away from that's himself. Exactly. That's something I like brought up on the last podcast. Like you could even tell where like they're talking and as soon as Selly starts talking, he's like, no, no, come move over to this position. Like getting her out of where she's comfortable. Okay, when he made her take off her sunglasses, mm-hmm. it was so angering to me because it's like, I, it, he was like, I don't want to make you do anything. He literally had just been like, I don't want to control what you do. Take off your sunglasses. They're on TV. There's a reason she yep. wants to have her sunglasses on well, for whatever reason. And it's like, it's not like they're inside. They're outside on a roof in Vegas in the sun. I think she's allowed to have sunglasses on if she wants her sunglasses on. But also, you can see her eyes. They're not like pitch black sunglasses. I wish they were. I wish you couldn't see her eyes at all. <laughs> and then she'd been like, no, I'm not taking them off. I don't want to look at you. <laughs> I love the 
I think it was like delightfully surprised by it. But it had so much fun with just like the scoring and the soundtrack of Love Island. They have all the music is the so good. The Billie Eilish this episode. Yeah. When okay, when they started playing bad guy just yes. over <laughs> like the whole Johnny Selly thing, I was like, they deserve an Emmy for this. Yeah. There was some song where they were playing it over the men, and the lyrics had the word gay a lot, and I wasn't sure if, if we were being told something. I wish. That's <laughs> like a, a more interesting game to me. <laughs> Just add one more level of like, alright, now another recoupling. Well, yeah, like we've talked I about thought if they had like... chemistry. Oh. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. You go. It's, we, like, we've talked a lot about how much more entertaining it would be if it was like at least half the cast were bisexual so yeah. that they could yeah. like mm-hmm. all intermingle. Like it would just be more interesting. I think the newest I mean, season just... of one did that. Yep. Is that right? Where it was just like super queer and like the math. Or, Everyone like, was sexually fluid. Yeah, Nothing yeah. is more queer than math. Oh, math. <laughs> no, but I thought that question of um, what's Moira's ex, the guy with a lot of freckles, what's his name? Calvin. 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 When when they said Calvin has a lot of sexual chemistry, I didn't think they were going to say the Southern girl. I thought they were going to say a dude. I, I genuinely were, think that's. What I thought it would be like Calvin has a lot of sexual chemistry with his own reflection. <laughs> like I, <don't> know. <laughs> I love if they revealed the words his own reflection. <laughs> Everyone's like, uh, Laurel, 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 and it's like his own reflection. <laughs> it was written in really tiny font to fit where a name would otherwise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in size 8, they have to get like a magnifying glass out to see what it says. Um, so, do, Kate, do we want to answer some questions from the audience? Yes! Wow, I was too excited. <laughs> I got too excited. The first question uh, is from Allie Lasher, who says, am I dreaming? It might be a nightmare. <laughs> Is she in bed with Johnny and Mercedes? I will. <laughs> Allie, we have to get out of here. <laughs> okay, that's close to like a dream of mine. I would love to hang out with Allie anywhere. <laughs> I love Allie so much. I deeply want to hang out with her in person again one day. It was just on our podcast. I know, I listened. It was so good. She crashed. What, is that her door. question? Is that was her question. Dream? Yeah, I just I wasn't even going to read it, but then I was like, oh, we were just talking about dreams, <laughs> so we should bring up Allie Lasher and give her a shout out. Um, so Grace Leader asks, which Parks and Rec character and or couple will be the most fun to watch on Love Island? I mean, I think Andy. Oh, oh, that's good too. What I would love to get Donna in there. Crush it. Yeah. yeah, she would win. <laughs> she would win. Would love Donna. Would pick John Ralphio. Feel like he would be a great addition to any cast. <laughs> it's like slow motion walk up scene and like yep. you know a close up of whatever his stomach looks like. I feel like <laughs> John Calamezzo would be a real Mackenzie. <laughs> so I would like Joan then. <laughs> yeah, so Joan is a star, and that's what we want. So I'm gonna put my vote there because we John love wins, but Joan is the star. Yeah. Yeah. April and Andy are like the most solid couple. Her and Happily might be like the most emotionally intelligent but person. Her's got to narrate it. Her will be like, um, Joan Calamezzo <laughs> has picked up a drink. <laughs> he, he would be the narrator. Yeah. He'll be great. Great question. Thank you to who said it in? That was Grace. 
Grace. You could tell by my shouting how excited I was to get audience questions. Do you want to hear from the audience? Yes. I wish shouting was a way to know of excitement for me and not just like my default setting. Um, we also got from Sarah West. Uh, she wants us to look into our crystal ball and tell us what's going to happen with Mackenzie and Connor post show. Yes, oh she goodness. wants rampant speculation. Mm. I just well, said in all her exit press that if Connor leaves single, she's hoping to get back together. I just want to put that out there that that is in the exit press. She mm-hmm. did say that. I just okay. The minute she sees the episodes, is she still going to want that? Yes. Oh. Yes. The answer is yes. I'm sorry. It is like I understand that Connor was gaslighting her and like they both were like problems with each other. But I fully see them getting back together. They have, you know, Instagram sponsored content. They show up like what in like doing interviews for season three. Like I'm fully ready. Ball is so specific. What interview on? Okay, I'm going to pull I'm going to pull a tarot card and I'm going to say that that's what's going to happen. With Mackenzie and Connor. Okay, let's go. Just one card. And it is... The mother of pentacles. They're gonna have a baby! (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. Maybe that's like when they come back on season four. They're having... They've tried out the baby. Oh, they're having goodness. a baby. Uh, that's me not wanting to look in the guidebook and see what the, the mother of pentacles actually. <laughs> <laughs> a baby like rounding the corner to like intro music is really funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> the baby's walking out in a bikini in slow oh, no. motion. <laughs> it's the sequel to Cuties. Nope. <laughs> nope. It was really cool when you guys were the number one ranked uh, yeah. love island. <laughs> and now <laughs> I'm in prison. <laughs> so what's the next question? Yeah, so anyways, um, there's uh, Logan says that Hannah and Will are both very funny and very punny. So that's a compliment for both of you. Uh, and he wants to know, do you guys have any fave like narrator moments of the season? Like have any jokes really stood out to you? Uh, from from Mr. Hoffman? Yeah, from Mr. Hoffman. That's a good question. I I think when I because he is like the voice of the audience, I do it's hard to know where he ends and I begin. You know, like what's a little, what's a funny little joke he makes and what's just a thought that I had and the much shorter, the the most, the like much shorter answers just, I don't remember. (laughs) I liked liked when he was describing to us investigator Sally this episode and then he really spelled out how first you have to like separate the subjects and we see like Caleb take Johnny. It just, you know, it felt like a different genre. It was really fun. I still wish I still wish Kurt Hapley was the narrator sometimes. <laughs> Mackenzie is crying again, which to me shows the emotion of she's sad. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Um, okay, we also got from Andrea Trantham wants to know who will couple up on the inevitable RHAP love island. <laughs> I think Nicole and Rob have a shot at it. I mean, I think that those two crazy kids could really make it work. Yeah, I think they might. They might just go the mile. 
They might just go the mile. The mile. The mile. I think that uh, Ali Lasher and I are going to get married. So we'll probably. There we go. I I feel like Pooja and Liana could really make things happen. Fair. Um, Will and Johnny and Mackenzie. McKenna? McKenna. Mercedes. Mercedes. There we go. What are we, I don't even know where we went from there, but I just thought the the concept of an RHAP Love Island made my stomach like shrivel up, and I wanted I, to die. I I like judging the dating shows. I don't I don't think I would hold well under dating scrutiny. Yeah, I don't. My st- Hannah, why isn't Hannah washing her face for any of these days? <laughs> why is there dirt on her face? She's not in Fiji anymore. She's not in Fiji. She had a rooftop in Las Vegas. Why are there sticks in her hair? It's like, oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Hannah every morning walks out, sticks her face into an empty planter full of dirt just to get ready for the day. I don't understand. All the other girls are putting on foundation. <laughs> I've learned a lot about the application of foundation from the show. I was a I worked in reality TV before I, I went on Survivor and I worked on the show Famously Single and uh, it had this, oh my god, what was it? This woman from uh, I'm forgetting her name, but she would put her makeup on for hours and I couldn't even, this is not a judgment, I, but I could not sit in a mirror and know what to do for more than five minutes of makeup. So these women are teaching me a lot about how to put on foundation. But the thing is, is that they are actually teaching like how to paint for TV and not how to paint for your life. That's fair. Um, it's not. It's not the same. That's fair. You mean glow up fans in the house? What? Hello. What? Hello. <laughs> is anyone else here? Did you guys stop the podcast? The podcast is <laughs> over. Sorry. Oh, I'll let myself out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, it of course goes to makeup. Uh, that's, we didn't get as many questions as I thought we would get for you guys. I was like advertising. Like, we have these actual professional podcast guests. Like they know how to create a polished product <laughs> and they're coming over to our dumpster fire to like slum for a little bit. Warm up. <laughs> it's cold out there. It's, it's cold being about, professional. <laughs> you the RHAP Love Island episode where, like, just the idea that everyone who walks around the corner is someone you know already. <laughs> and, like, you, you slowly realize, like, these are all, like, I know all of these people. Like, you keep waiting to step forward for, like, a stranger, and it's just like, oh, hey, Rob. Like, <laughs> oh, hey, how's it going? Uh, and then like what happens for casa amor in the rhap love island like who are the additional people is it like the class of 2020 comes there you go i just uh i think rhap did like the one sequester game and that was probably enough i don't know i i yeah I had sequester thoughts, but then I stopped myself. Ooh. Well, but what are the sequester thoughts? Unless they're bad uh, and don't share them. No, I, it seems like a really fun game. I politely declined the survivor sequester, and then there was so much drama after the survivor sequester <laughs> that I was like, whew. It's, sequester is like a very fun game to play, but it's also really stressful. And like, I played in March. It is September. And sometimes I'm still like, wow. 
Why did I tell Rob who to vote for? He would have gone home and I would not have gone home on a rock draw. I always always sound like an arrogant tool when people tell me that they deal with trauma from their one day survivor sequester games, because I always respond by being like, yeah, now add a million dollars in a national audience for 90 years. (laughs) And I never and I don't know how to empathize with the trauma of the one day game. To be fair, Hannah, my real trauma comes from when Big Brother Canada was like, Hey, you're going to vote someone into the house and we're going to portray this woman and call her the literal devil. And then Canada didn't vote me in. And then I was left on a stage in front of the whole country being like, you're not going in at all. So that's where my trauma comes from. Oh, my goodness. I I would like to apologize because I didn't know this. (laughs) And there's a lot of research I want to do. No, don't do any research. If fans fans send me their one day survivor trauma, I know they're trying to relate and I respect that. I just always say it's like the fact that you were out there for the full 39 days. We didn't get to see the full story of what happened. We got to see an edited version. And I like unless someone was actually in your specific situation, they can never fully relate to what you went through. And like, sure. You can be traumatized by all kinds of things. And like, just because your trauma is different doesn't mean that theirs isn't like real and valid, but they could like not bother you with it. No, I think, it. you know, I think I'm the jerk, I would say, because I think people are really trying to relate. It's like when I'm like, this was a tough experience in a lot of ways. And so it's like, yeah, I can't even imagine like this one day thing. I still think about the votes. They're being kind and they're trying to empathize. And I'm like, but you don't get it. And I'm shutting my door and running to my room. So I'd like you to just let me own that. I'm the jerk in this okay. situation. Yeah. Hannah, you're a real jerk. You're going to have to know to apologize for that. I will. I will. Okay. Um, <laughs> Well, okay. I think on that note, I think we've come to the end. <laughs> we had already come to the end. Like, it's already over. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. I'm speaking it's for both so of us. And I say this was a lot of fun. I'm speaking for both of us when I say it's a lot of fun. So, Brian, let's talk about this later. This is a blast. Thank you guys so much. Uh, So, if people. These podcasts may have been as well been called Chatty Women and their kind co hosts. I think, Kate, but I think that that's what this podcast already is. We just normally don't have two guests. Um, I have to Google this thing now. Oh, God. No, please don't. Literally, it's so embarrassing. Um. So, if people want to hear um, yeah. the two of you talking more in like an actual professional good podcast, where where could they find you? <laughs> okay, first of all, can I say to you, if if that were if if you were if I was talking about my podcast the way you were, just like Justine said, what would you say to me? Rehearsing <laughs> <laughs> it. Oh my god, you're right. I need to be nicer to myself. There you go. <laughs> but it's fine because we're actually the number one Love Island USA podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, if they want to find us, uh, we have we we have we podcast about Parks and Rec and mostly just tell weird stories about our life. It's Pawnee Public Radio. You can also find us at Radio Pawnee, and then my individual handle is at Hannah Lil Nesson, and Will's is at Will Sondheim. Will I didn't ask I'll check it out. Yeah, come find us. I, okay, <laughs> so I've only watched Parks and Rec one time. 
but I want to go on your podcast. <laughs> uh, I would I would watch more than one episode. Yeah. Probably. No, I've seen every I've seen almost all of the episodes, but I've only watched it through one time. Almost. Oh yeah. I never saw the end because it was taken off of Canadian Netflix. I have to find it. It's all Pearson, as someone as someone who is currently on your Love Island podcast, <laughs> you are more than qualified for our <laughs> for our podcast. Yes, yeah. You are overly qualified. Oh incredible. I, I do love the dynamic of four people on a podcast. I think we should add more and more people. I think we should I, have ten <laughs> podcasters on Yeah, but podcast. like Hannah, think back to when we did Renappy Wood Squares and there was eleven people on the podcast. It was that was especially fun because I was like with family friends and my family and like <laughs> my family did not understand what was happening as I recorded. I don't it. think any of us understood what was happening. I was hosting it and I didn't know what was happening. Um, I like the idea of a 10 person podcast, but it's <laughs> the women are chatty and the men are kind. That's the only requirement. It's, it's 10 of us. Five men, five women. The women will talk, and the men will be quiet. <laughs> we laugh. Yeah, like the laugh. studio audience. <laughs> Johnny would not be a fan of that podcast. <laughs> it, well, I mean, he might like it, but he would not find it funny. No. Uh, oh okay. man. Um, Public Radio. Thanks for having yeah. us on. Pony Public Radio is super fun. Scally, if people want to actually get to hear from you when I'm not talking over you, where can they find you? I am on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally. And uh, the challenge is coming back, so uh, check him out on the Dom and Colin podcast. There you go. If you want a podcast with men talking. This was genuinely so much fun. Like, I, I, I if the I have the uh, listeners, I, I know that only a couple of you sent in questions, but I was really excited to hear from you. <laughs> we only had one episode to talk about, yeah, so I think that was the deciding factor there. I think, like, for a while, like, we did get, like, more questions for this one than we did for, like, the one episode we talked about on Thursday night. So, like, there you go. People, people were excited. Um, if people want to hear more from me, they can follow me on every platform at Kirsten Said What, twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What. Um, I'm going to be starting to stream Among Us, and it's really fun. Wait, that's a game, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, someone was teaching. I, I became a part of a game night cult, and they just learned that. Sorry. A game night cult. <laughs> yeah. I've that's watched, for another podcast. I want to watch the HBO documentary about that. Um, as well, about my night cult. I was on being filmed the whole time. I feel yeah, like <laughs> exactly. Um, the other thing too is please rate or review us on iTunes at rabbitswebsite.com slash Love Island Pod. We're almost to hundred ratings, and we just like really want that for us so that we can overtake the ITV podcast. Take them down. There we go. Uh, take them down. Um, as well, uh, thank you to Hannah and Will thank for joining you. us. Thank you to Will from America for writing our theme song. Thank you to Scott St. Pierre for putting this podcast together and thank you to the patrons of Rob has a podcast. Please vote. And yeah, election. vote. I, and this was really fun and a great distraction from the world, but the world is still scary and everyone should vote. You can go to vote.org uh, and register. Uh, you, you're not allowed to, if you vote for love Island, but not in the election, mm-hmm. if you're in a United States citizen, then I rate you one star. But if you vote in the election, I rate you five stars. <laughs> <laughs> I, wow, I wish I could vote in the election. 
Okay. Uh, so that's but if you can't vote in our election, I rate you five stars because I know it's not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. So yeah, uh, I think that's a great note to end on. Uh, everybody vote. Uh, we'll be back later this week with more Love Island and we will see you next time. Bye. If you're looking for love, well, you've come to the wrong place because Kirsten Scally, well they don't know a thing and the men that they cast on this show are truly a disgrace so we don't care about the love that might be there yeah we just want to see the drama it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.